This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Kulin Nations and the overlap of the Bunurong and Wurundjeri peoples. And we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in from any of the lands on this big island and surrounding smaller ones, First Nations people from all over the world. Welcome to you too. And we acknowledge that all the lands on this big island and most of the surrounding smaller ones were stolen and never ceded and that reconciliation is very much an ongoing process in which we all play our appropriate part. I'm Sally Goldner. I use the pronouns she and her, and it is awesome to be with you on Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex, gender, or possibly musical genre today. And there's lots of ways to get in touch with Out of the Pan. There's email, outofthepan855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61456 751215. You can tweet and Instagram at Sal Gold Said So, and you can now also Blue Sky, but some to, somewhere today the mastodons have fallen off um, the computer. No matter what I type in, it's not coming up. So um, no mastodons today. Um, not sure what's going on there. Um, actually, the hopefully the website has just come up. It just has. There you go. Not sure what's going on there. Me and technology. Um, well, I'm going to touch on that in a second. Age brackets and what age can do. Um, seriously. Um, yeah, so we've got all four now. Let's go through them again where you can get to at Sal Gold said so. And I'm going to create your own bottom line. You can do it on Mastodon, Twitter, on Instagram, and on Blue Sky, which is apparently the sort of version of Twitter that I think Jack Dorsey and co. has started, which is sort of a cross with Mastodon. And if you're wanting any more on technology um, and software, don't ask me. Um, and you can also look on Facebook, which is um, you know, so old school now, isn't it? But that's me. I'm going to talk about that too. Out of the pan, 3CR 855 AM Melbourne and my... Um, page on Facebook, Sally Goldner AM. You can also snail mail. Um, can't read it out today. Um, Australia Post are pretty good, 93% plus, but they're not going to get it to me within the hour, I don't think. PO Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. Remember, any opinions I express on the program are my own and not those of any organisation with which I am or have been associated. Um, don't think there's going to be too many content notes um, today, so I'll read them out if needed. And uh, opened up today with John Farnham in Days to Come. I think that's one of his most underrated songs. Um, I just think it's so beautifully written and so powerful. And the sort of gospel type harmonies um, do it um, for me. And, well, I am decided to open with that one today because sometimes you wonder what's going to happen in the days to come. Not because... Um, of things perhaps beyond your control, but wonder where your own life is. And it's something that I do reflect on um, in at times as someone who is older. And, you know, sort of when I look at the whole context of my life as well, and it, 
I'm reminded of this um, because of something that happened to me last night. And today it's only nine minutes and 13 seconds before I mention wrestling. Now, why do I mention this? Um, as a little bitty kid, um, to quote, I'll say that in an Oklahoman accent, to quote, to honor Jim Ross, legendary commentator, as a little bitty kid, um, I did grow up watching World Championship Wrestling in Australia, not WCW in America, and that's a different era, and loved the program and loved loved it and was fascinated by it for whatever it was, and um, and then it fell away. It ended in 1978 at age 13. I just got rid of Jewish Sunday school, and six weeks later, they and thought, finally, I'll be able to watch the wrestling, and then they took it off. Boo, hiss. Um, not appropriate um, at all. Um, bad programming, Channel 9, as much as World Series cricket was all right. It still wasn't the right thing. And lost track of it, World Wrestling as it was then, Federation, later to become entertainment, came back on Channel 10 in the 1985 at the time of the first WrestleMania. And then I lost, that went off TV and I lost track of wrestling again. I couldn't afford the early cable in, that was around in Australia in the 90s. don't think too many people, um, I don't know how people afforded it. Um, and lost track of wrestling for a long time because, of course, in, well, not of course, in 1995 was when I... Um, well, first heard the word as it was, then transgender. And um, at that point, um, obviously my mind became occupied with finding my authentic self, first in gender identity, then sexuality, then completing gender identity, and then neurodivergence and other things. And kind of um, forgot about things. And then one day in 2002, uh, one night, bored at home, I went down to something and may they rest in peace, a video store, later to become DVD stores and then later to disappear off the um, face of the earth and go into cyberspace with um, net streaming, I suppose, and things like the WWE Network and others. But um, anyway, I wandered down to a video store and there was SummerSlam 2002 and Wrestling Reconnected and I went a few times during the the noughties and the tens, and then gradually met um, LGBTIQA plus fans in wrestling, but it still, in, particularly in the noughties, seemed to be a very macho thing, um, and um, um, thank you, Kaylin. Yeah, Mastodon has been de-extinctified, like my connection to wrestling, it's, ba it's back. Why am I saying all this? I'll come to it in a minute. There is a point to the story, the moral of the story. Um and gradually reconnected, and but didn't really reconnect with the local wrestling scene um, until post-pandemic. And I'm going to give thanks to my friend Chris, who took me, bought me a ticket to Melbourne City Wrestling about 18 months ago. And along I went, and Chris unfortunately couldn't make it that first night due to the um, due to COVID, and did the right thing and stayed home. And um, off I went alone, and it was a bit bit nerve-wracking because my memories of wrestling growing up, and this is the important thing here, were of, to use the language of this program, cisgender men and very muscly and they seemed must they must have been very athletic to do all that stuff, which you do have to be, of course. Um, I'm going to come to that too. There, this story is building the thought plickens. Anyway, um, and much to my happy surprise, um, five minutes before the start of the show, there was a clip of wrestlers going, this is a safe place, we'll have no nonsense, any harassment reported to our staff, yay, um, which is really cool. And then up comes a slide 
this show has been performed on the land of the Kulin Nations. And it's like, oh, things have changed. But it can take a long time to realise that. And um, I went to more and more events last year and more this year. And um, and going to more and more um, again because um, it's, if you follow me on social media, pity you. No, if you follow me on social media that you've worked out that I've actually got involved with a small promotion and I'm hoping to... Um, you know, sort of do things like commentary and ring announcing and things like that. Um, I'm still to work through with the psychiatrist my issues of microphone attachment. And why am I mentioning all this? Well, last night, if you're feeling, wondering, you're thinking, that voice is a bit husky today. Um, yes, I cheered myself inside out um, for lots of reasons at an event put on by another great promotion, Renegades of Wrestling. Now, amazing stuff. It's not for everyone, granted, but I had a ball... But as I've gone to more events, I've just found that people, wrestling fans are like a big tribe and they don't care really who else, who you are. If you respect wrestling, that's the cool thing. And if you're a respectful person, um, great, which isn't that what we all want, I suppose. And it got me thinking about being your whole self because last night on the show were two wrestlers from America, Renegades of Wrestling versus Game Changer Wrestling, um, and... Their wrestler names are Ali Catch, K-A-T-C-H, Ali Catch, um, and Effie, and both of whom are queer and who bring that into their outfits and their performance and are open about it. And there was a whole heap of merchandise tables, merch tables, to use the highly technical term of wrestling, but the queue at theirs was the longest and people with rainbow flags and if you look on my Facebook page this morning, and I'll get it onto the other media as soon as, um, there's a picture of me with them. And I, you know, as I said, um, you know, look, um, I found wrestling to be very positive, but in a way I haven't had to, you know, talk about gender or sexuality. I'm me with whatever I bring, and that's cool. Isn't that what we want? But I can't help feeling the most connected I've felt in sort of mind, body, and spirit um, in my entire life after last night, I'm still floating down off a big high. And it got me thinking that if you've got, um, you know, what what you know really gets your authentic self going, um, if you identify as part of LGBTIQA plus or allied, um, what is it that may, you know brings you together as the whole person, um, you know, where you are, you know, sort of mind, body and spirit are all rocking it together. Um, I'd just be curious to know, because this really was just very moving last night. It was an amazing show, not without its wrestling moments um, in a serious way. And it just goes to show that I say this very seriously. Do not try it at home. There was a situation last night where something just went a bit amiss, although everyone is fine, um, physically, particularly one competitor. But um, seriously, it was just an incredible feeling to bring two bits of me that I love and one that I lost and one that has been lost in the last couple of years, which I'm going to talk about in the next segment, which may need a content note. Um, so, yeah, what happens when you, you know, sort of put two and two together? The ex-accountant in me says, can it be five? We'll find out. Anyway, let's um, have a listen after opening up with John Farnham um, to The Who. And, well, if you can be your um, authentic self, um, well, you... Um, you better, you better, you, as the CD is coming in, you bet. 
I've got some technical issues today, um, which is annoying. Yeah, try again. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
3CR programs provide information and analysis you won't hear in the mainstream. Today we'll be looking at the legacy of the US war on Vietnam on Laos. And as far as corporate capitalism is concerned, it is the worst political and economic system that you can have. Our laws about jailing refugees and asylum seekers are so well crafted. Sex is not irrelevant and we like who we are, but we don't have to be imprisoned by our gender. Become a subscriber today. Call us on 9419 8377 or visit 3cr.org.au. 3CR, the voice of dissent. Slacker Radio. Say goodbye to the work week. With Jordan and Tilda. Anti-work. Anti-poverty. Anti-fascist. Pro-worker. Pro-union. Pro-guitar. 5.30pm every first and third Friday of the month. Live on 3CR Community Radio. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three CR dot org dot AU, three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. And we're talking today a bit about the authentic self and what that might mean. It can obviously um, it could mean slightly different things um, in about eight billion ways because we're all unique. Um, as Oscar Wilde said, um, be yourself, everyone else is taken or something like that. Um, and you've got to find it. Sometimes you don't get to it um, immediately. And this comes in two parts. It's sort of your percent parts of your identity, such as gender identity, sexuality, neurodivergence for myself and for other people. It could be that 
maybe they can't be there. They don't feel safe to be their cultural background or their faith, given um, who they are and where they are. And that's an important factor. And the other part then is what you know you want to do with your time. You know, things like um, is your career a part of your identity? I mean, obviously there's overlap. We don't believe in binaries on this program, but it can take a long time before you get to your authentic self. And if you're an older queer, which I am, um, as I was sort of beginning to hint at in the first segment, it can. And to bring all the parts together is quite enormous. And as I say, last night at the event put on by Renegades of Wrestling, um, there were two wonderful um, queer wrestlers on, Ali Catch and Effie. Um, And just to meet them and see them and see some of the stuff they did in their matches, along with other competitors who were all up for it, um, quite just quite amazing. I just haven't felt that way in a while. I've been, unfortunately, due to some issues within the queer community, one part therein, feeling a little bit, um, whilst I'm okay about who I am, I felt disconnected from community and to get both parts together last night, thanks to those two people, was just, was, um, I don't, for once as a radio commentator, um, I'm trying hard to find words and they're not quite there because um, it's still processing, it's... um, Um, was quite remarkable. As I said, a lot of queer people felt the same huge cues for their merchandise. I now have a fan that says wrestling is gay, which will be very useful in the summer Um, as we head up towards it. It is warming up, thankfully, here in um, Nam. So that's really, really welcome. But, um, you know, it's also, you know, it has to be safe to be your authentic self and sometimes you can't be. Um, And sometimes it takes ages to find all the parts of your authentic self if they get buried. If you are someone who's older and, you know, your life went effectively through no fault of your own off course, it um, can be, you know, difficult to get it back on course and sort of dig through the layers that were piled on top of the, the gold, so to speak, and what was shoved on top. So welcome your thoughts on that. Um, you know, sort of what is it that uh, makes... You know, you feel authentic, um, you know, in terms of yourself. Um, and, um, um, you know, sort of the, in all parts. Let's go on with some other news quickly in the meantime. Um, this one from Star Observer. Um, and I find this, you know, there's a couple of issues in this story. And I, this is where I'll raise content note um, for sure. Um, because we do have to mention, um, in my opinion, um, transphobic attitudes. This one, the headline, and if you're looking for it, um, I'll type the headline into the podcast link, uh, podcast, but I won't put the link in. August 21st, so earlier in the week, Melbourne, and this is where I'll say content note, Melbourne Group applies for exemption to hold, inverted commas, lesbians born female only event. Now, if they wanted to hold that on private property, yeah, I suppose, you know, that's one thing. But they want to hold this at the Pride Centre. Now, way back in July 2017, there was a consultation um, before the Pride Centre was built. And these people of these views, I'm trying to keep this as balanced and diplomatic as I can, wrote in comments about um, wondering whether the Pride Centre, and this is a quote content note, transphobia, would be safe for, quote, women born women. And I still remember six and a bit years on the looks of 
fear on the face of trans people, but also parents of younger trans people, that this would happen. So there's two angles to this. There is the um, the newly formed so-called Lesbian Action Group, Melbourne. Um, well, when I say so-called, that's the name in here. I'll apologise if that's not appropriate um, to say so-called. Um, and they wanted to born... They want to organise a lesbians-born female-only event to celebrate International Lesbian Day in October. That day is on the 8th of October. They want to do it a week later. And they want to exclude heterosexual, bisexual and gay males, heterosexual and bisexual females, transgender people and queer plus people. Okay, so what happens, you know, if you are... um, um, and I'll use my language here, someone assigned female, and you, as so many people did, started out thinking all you could be was heterosexual, you got into a relationship with the male, maybe you were intimate with that male, can you come? You know, Is that going to be policed? Does that make you bisexual? What happens if you're now a, cis, a cisgender woman in a relationship with another cisgender woman, but you've been with a man, whatever? How are they going to police that? Um, quite bizarre. And... So the Australian Human Rights Commission can grant temporary exemptions from anti-discrimination law for up to five years. And um, this group um, had an um, exemption under Victorian law for LesFest in 2004 that was subsequently revoked. And the organisation has said it was set up to promote and organise events for lesbian-born females without the fear of being hauled before the Victorian Civil and Administrative um, Tribunal, as we have had in the past and have told our exclusive um, lesbian-born events are illegal and having to cancel them. Well, you have them on private property. You know, you can do that. Um, you know, um, no one's stopping you doing that. Um, and they've had, um, they were able to organise private meetings um, over the last 20 years, says their application, they also then go on to allege, and I'm, I'm, this is in inverted commas in the article, um, lesbians who publicly speak out about lesbian rights are sacked from their jobs, ridiculed and threatened with all kinds of abuse. Um, hmm. So trans people are called all sorts of horrible things by these people that we're told we don't, effectively told we don't know our own lives and we're still men. If we're a trans woman like myself, da-da-da-da-da. Now you can... If you are interested, um, today being the 27th of August, you can by Tuesday the 29th of August, so two days from time of broadcast. So sorry if you're listening later on podcast or on demand or the repeat, but um, maybe if you're listening at five o'clock on Wednesday on the repeat, um, it doesn't. Um, they'll accept a slightly late one, but um, you can um, make a submission um, from the public for this. And I have done so. And if you look at the um, the uh, blah, 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 the um, um, the actual submission from this lesbian action group, it um, I feel there's a bit of a problem there that they say that uh, they want events that will quote, and I'm just going to bring this up um, that they say will benefit. Um, the lesbian community as a whole. Well, this type of lesbians, you know, okay, maybe they have a right to have their viewpoint. You can debate that one back and forth, but don't say that they speak for the lesbian community as a whole because in my 28 years of being out, I've found 
the vast majority of lesbians, and I'd be willing to put it as high as 80 or 90%, who I've met are highly supportive of diversity, including trans women and for myself as a bi person, um, bi people. And frankly, I don't, I, you know, I feel offended on, I feel concerned and offended on both counts that they can, this group claims to speak for other people and excludes other people the way they do. Um, and it's interesting that this sort of group always wants to be called separatist, but then when they want to come and use the Pride Centre, they suddenly want to be part of the community. Um, I question, so there's a question to ask. Um, and I think given the that the attacks on the queer community, of course, the majority seem to be on trans people at the moment, but to some extent buyers under attack if you look at what some of these people are doing. Um, I find this quite um, disconcerting. And, you know, there's an issue of safety. Of course there is where someone's been violated. It's understandable. They can be fearful. The emotion can clog, clog you up. But the solution is not for one group to take out their... Um, fears on another minority group, the answer is that everyone needs to stand up against the real source of the problem, which is badly behaved cisgender men um, and toxic ma- the behaviour that is toxic masculinity, rather than um, this approach that um, sort of victim blames trans people and twists things around. So the, you can write to an email, um, some medium fashion tech, as opposed to old or new, Legal at humanrights.gov.au if you've got some thoughts about this. Love, um, you know, um, if you've got some thoughts for me right now, pop them in um, via all the means of communication. Um, Otherwise, yeah, if you want to write a submission, um, send it in to um, that email address. Um, It says by Tuesday, 29 August, so I presume that's close of business, 5 o'clock, but it may be midnight. And if if they if thing if they're nice, you can you pop it in at six by six o'clock on Wednesday morning. If you're listening to the repeat of this program, then um, that's awesomeness. Um, all right, let's have a listen now to a track that I've dug out from way back when somewhere, um, and juggling things around. Um, this one is a remix of. Um, 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 Deborah Conway, the track that Deborah Conway sang um, with um, in the eighties, um, with Wicked Beat Sound System and <laughs> um, Man Overboard. Um, I'm sure there's something Freudian in how I've placed that in the running order today. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't throw all Man Overboard. Some, there's lots of nice men out there. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. adjusted.
it's ended. Someone's gone overboard. No. And the CD player's gone overboard. Um, the buttons have gone overboard. Who knows? It's 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. If anything has been um, upsetting on the show, um, you can always call QLife, which includes Switchboard in Victoria and Tasmania, 1-800-184-527, or Rainbow Door, 1-800-729-367. Other numbers also for SMS and Family violence, um, if you need those as well around. Um, so, yeah. Um, a couple of themes running today. Um, as I said, um, in the last segment, we are talking about um, the situation of, um, of um, you know, sort of so-called lesbian-only events. But the other thing I wanted to mention was, and this one goes back um, a couple of years now, um, whereby the consultation for the Pride Centre had, in my opinion, was not well run at all. Um, and um, 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 there were letters written in. And I just don't believe that the Pride... My opinion is that the Pride Centre cannot hold this event. You know, where does that end? You know, let's look at this carefully, as calmly as we can, given that there's emotion involved. Um, do you say, oh, well, some people of Islamic backgrounds are terrorists, so we can't have an Islamic queer group at the Pride Centre? You know, we wouldn't allow that sort of thinking, God forbid, uh, heaven forbid, whatever. So how do we have this? Um, do we say, oh, the people can hold their events so long as they don't distress anyone else? Well, you know, no one should be distressing anyone and no one should even be thinking that they are. So I think this is going to be a bit of a crunch time for the Pride Centre if, um, you know, this event, you know, if the so let's go through this. There's an application for an exemption. If the exemption, um, you know, happens um, um, or if it, you know, if it, if it doesn't, if the exemption is not granted and the group, Lesbian Action Group, cannot hold an event for what they call lesbian-born females, then they probably won't have it at the Pride Centre, would be my guess. Um, but, um, you know, the question therefore arises, if they get the exemption and it goes ahead, can the Pride Centre in good conscience host this? Um, I'd like to hear what people think on that one as well, given that the Pride Centre has never apologised for the unsafe consultation six years ago, where there was transphobia, non-binary erasure, ableism, racism, neurotypicality. Um, and, you know, I have to say I've heard over time varying reports of how the Pride Centre does on diversity. Some say it's doing all right, some say it's not. Um, and, you know, I can't speak, of course, for people of, where it's not my background. But um, the Pride Centre is really going to, it's granted it's a difficult one, to be fair, but they're going to have to work through this. But um, personally, I just struggle with the idea that this sort of event can happen. But yeah, coming back to the other theme of today, authentic self. Um, you know, it's it is ideal when you can be all of your authentic self, but there's lots of things that can stop you from being that. Um, sometimes, if you're a more creative person in what I'll call an industrialized. Um, predominantly capitalist society, do you fit in? Um, you know, sort of so many creative people, musicians, sculptors, whatever, find it hard to get in. And 
you know, it's not right that you have to then do something that you're not as good at and be perhaps less healthy and less authentic um, by having to do the proverbial day job just because an economic system says so. An economic system is a, cons- a construct. Um, we all love, and there's lots of debate about those, isn't there? Um, you know, why don't we have a better ec- um, distribution of resources so people can be more themselves? And just shoving people into nine-to-five office or factory or whatever jobs, farm jobs, that are not going to suit people is not really a good thing. And you know, I think that um, industrialization and techn- technologicalization. Gosh, I said that after only one coffee. I'm impressed, and I don't impress easy monsoon. There is another wrestling reference for the day with 13 minutes to go. I spaced them out, one at about 13 minutes in and one about 13 minutes to go. Um, yeah, interesting thoughts. Um, so, yeah, it's difficult to be your authentic self when you can be it. It's a magical feeling, brings you together like no way, no other way before. I still remember, it's nearly 10 years ago, um, 2014, the first Pride Shabbat service in Melbourne where I read a little bit of the service as my authentic self and, oh, my culture and cultural background and to some extent my faith background all clicked in together like it hadn't really done before. So it's really important where you can be yourself and bring it all out there and, you know, better still give, um, put it out there so in a way that's appreciated by part of society. And as I said um, last night at um, this wrestling event, there were just so many queer fans, queer flags there. It was um, absolutely, um, you know, of, um, you know, sort of just such a, um, a big thing. Coming back to our other topic today, Kayleen has messaged in, what about lesbians who have assaulted by women or lesbians? This is a great point, Kayleen, that, you know, you want a safe space, but, um, you know, how are these people, how are the organisers of this event going to be if two, you know, you know, sort of people, one person turns up who is a perpetrator and one person's there been on the receiving end and it can't, it can't often is in queer relationships that it's not as all or nothing as it is where a heterosexual cisgender male violates a heterosexual cisgender female. Um, so this is a great point, Kayleen. Um, how will it be safe then? You know, if the organisers thought of that, of this um, you know event that they want for their particular um, sense of self. Um, great question. And, you know, it just goes to show that um, this sort of biological so-called biological essentialism approach which of course is not biological because that then denies that the possibility that trans is biological and of course it doesn't matter whether it's biological whether it's so-called nature or nurture the main thing is to treat people with respect individually and in how you interact with each other so um you know their application has a lot of false equivalences is kayleen's just messaged in yeah i'd agree with that too kayleen um, there's a lot of it if you start reading it carefully um, that just doesn't make sense and it should be noted as going back to the Star Observer article that an application for a similar sort of event in November last year in Tasmania, hello to if you're listening in Tasmania, with the Tasmanian Civil and Administrative Tribunal, TASCAT, that sounds like a superhero or something, said there was no justification to um, grant an application that... Um, you know, would um, um, do a similar th- sort of approach. Um, 
and um, you know, sort of um, the TASCAT said at the time, the applicants may not wish to comply with the Act and find some aspects of its application to hold trans women to, app- to trans women irksome, particularly in the context of the event they would like to hold. That is not a sufficient justification for granting the exemption. Um, and the TASCAT um, finding at the time on that application said that um, the um, ideas of excluding trans people were unsupported by empirical research or compelling evidence. Well, gee, I think about 100% of trans people in the world and our allies could have told you that. Um, It's very true, though. The wider public interest um, would not be advanced by yielding to such arguments when considered the the current application. I agree with that, too. And I hope that um, the... Um, national tribunal perhaps um, takes that into account would be my hope um, let's have a couple of quick messages then we'll come back wrap up the show also tell you what's on freedom of species which comes up in around eight minutes time um, you're out of the pan 3cr 855 am 3cr digital 3cr.org.au 3cr on demand out of the pan with sally you're listening to 3cr community radio 855 am Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show or 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live. Gas is a toxic fossil fuel, yet gas exploration by sonic explosion is planned for the Otway Basin. Seismic blasting kills plankton and deafens whales, disrupting their migration. This blasting is opposed by coastal communities from Geelong to Apollo Bay and Warrnambool who strive to protect the ocean ecosystems. Bring Whale Song into Nam City, Friday the 15th of September at Queen's Bridge near Flinders Street at 4.30pm and onto the State Library for 5.30pm. Rally for Whale Song Not Gas is hosted by Extinction Rebellion, a 3CR supporter. Indeed it is, 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. And yes, coming up next uh, at 1 o'clock, Australian Eastern Standard Time, if you're listening live, if not, listen also on podcast and repeat, is Freedom of Species. And today, um, the fab crew from Freedom of Species will be um, looking at a very intriguing topic um, there's a there's your word for the day, intriguing. Um, can we use tech to understand what animals want? So this is about interpreting your barks and meows. And yesterday, by the way, was International Dog Day. Um, hello to all the dogs listening in. Um, if you can um, text in, I'd love to know if you're listening. Boom, boom. And if you are a um, human who wants your dog to say hello, you can perhaps text in on, on the animal's behalf if you feel that way inclined. Um, seriously, um, 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 great show, Freedom of Species, with the full crew, um, three of the crew in today, Trev, Caroline, and Meg, and Meg, so that will be very, very, um, awesome indeed. Um, I'm not in next week, um, because next week I'm heading up to visit Family of Origin for a very important thing, because it is five years this week since we lost one of our Family of Origin, so I'm going to be, um, up and, up and away for a couple of days. Up, up and away. Something like that. Um, so I won't be in next week. 
um, and I'll have a repeat on. And surprise, surprise, it's my interview with Ken Dunlop. Wrestling, who'd, wrestling, who'd have thought it? Take it out today, therefore. Hello, Mum, if you're up there listening in um, with the Eagles, uh, with Joe Walsh on lead vocals. Pretty maids all in a row. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you in at least two weeks. Nice to hear from you again And the storm